Welcome to Gratitude Space Radio. I'm your host, Chris Palmore, founder of GratitudeSpace.com. My sincere thanks for listening, subscribing, and rating this podcast. Uh, welcome to Gratitude Space, Shot Nancino. Happy to be here, Chris. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, uh, so happy for you to be here, and thank you for coming all the way from uh, the Philippines, and I know it's the evening there, so I'm spending my morning with you, and you get to spend your evening with me. Right. Amazing what technology can do, right? Uh, yes, for sure. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how easily it's actually coming, easier to coming to connect uh, with other people on a one-to-one -one basis, that's for sure. It's very exciting. Um, could you uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself? Okay, sure. So hi to everyone who's listening right now or who's watching this video. My name is Shana Sino from the Philippines. Um, I'm based here and um, I'm, I'm really passionate about gratitude. So I'm a keynote speaker. I'm a keynote speaker on gratitude and creativity. And uh, I, I've also written 12 books so far and I teach people how to write books through the 90-day book writing challenge. And aside from that, one of my passions is to create. I love creating stuff, whether it's, an, it's a book, it's an online course, it's, it's an event, online summit, etc. It gives me so much joy to create things like this. So I, I, I created the, the World Gratitude Summit, HR Summit Global, Overseas Filipino Summit, Write-A-Book Summit, Global Author Summit, and co-hosted also the Global Success Summit with, with Jonathan Lau. And I really like talking to people. So I'm introvert, but I like talking to people. I like having meaningful, deep, fun conversations with people. And so I'm really happy that Chris invited me to, to speak at Gratitude Space and to share. Because normally I do the interviews and now Chris is doing the interview. So he'll be the one asking me questions. Yes, it's wonderful. And uh, I'm just really happy to our mutual friend, uh, uh, Georgia Benta, um, because if he hadn't posted something about being on your summit, I, I wouldn't have known. And uh, I saw I saw that and I was like, wow, all these people talk. This is beautiful. I was like, all these people talking about gratitude and they're in one place. And and this lady's put this this woman that has put this together. And I was like, I want to talk to her. And, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, here we are. So um, it's an amazing thing, and we're definitely going to talk more about the summit uh, when we get a little further into the questions. But we're going to get right. started by uh, saying, what does being grateful mean to you? Okay, for me, being grateful is a, is a lifestyle. Being grateful is acknowledging all the blessings that you are receiving. And I don't just mean, because I don't just mean the, the blessings that we, that are obvious to us, but even the problems, because even the problems have blessings within them. So it's really acknowledging everything that's, uh, that you are receiving because everything is a blessing, whether it's an actual obvious blessing or it's a problem, everything is a blessing. And just be grateful for it because sometimes, of course, for obvious blessings, it's so easy to be grateful. For the problems, it's, it's easier to complain, right? But when you see things through the lens of gratitude, when you have the attitude of gratitude, you see you have a different perspective. You see the, the problems as an opportunity for you to uncover a beautiful blessing. 
Yes, yes, I, I completely agree. And uh, you know, I was watching an amazing video the other day, and the, the gentleman was saying, uh, and actually, I'm talking to him later today, but he was doing a, a talk, and he said that um, everything is either a gift or um, or a, a teaching moment, a lesson. Right. You know? And obviously, gifts are easier to receive than lessons. So it's the same idea that there's there's these beautiful things that uh, that that you can be taught or be, be taught if you look at the mindset. Of, this is something that I, I, I I'm going to learn from something that's being taught to me, then it is a gift. And uh, that's the lens of gratitude within life, which obviously is easier and harder sometimes. But the more we do it, the easier it becomes to... <laughs> that's you know, great. That's, 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 that's really beautiful. Uh, so right now, this moment, if you could just tell us three things that you're grateful for, um, just, just you know, little things that you can think of just to pop in your head. I'm grateful for this conversation that we're having right now. I'm grateful that I'm healthy and alive. I am grateful for my family. Yeah, actually, Wonderful. there are so many things that I'm grateful yeah. for. These are the top uh, things that come to mind right now. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, uh, those are wonderful things. Uh, I, you know, I was doing a. Um, it's kind of a. It's a little bit of gratitude experiment. When when I ask you this question, don't answer me because I'm going to ask you a follow up. Okay. Um, okay. I just want you to think the first person that pops in your head when you hear, who in my life am I grateful for? So I want you to get that person in your head, but then I want you to go, okay, I w who would be the second person that pop just pops in your head? It's not an order thing. It's just, these are the yeah. things that occur. So who's the second person? The second person? Okay, mama. Mama, okay. So tell me a little mm. bit about mama. Okay, mama was my best friend. Um, she loved to listen to me. So when I was still young, uh, every time I would come home from school, the first the first words that would come out of my mouth would be, Mama, where are you? Because I need to tell my stories. And she would listen to my stories for two to three hours every single day. Uh, but she was a full-time teacher. We had a little garden in, in, in our home. We had poultry. So she had a lot of things uh, on her plate. But she, now I wonder, where did she get the time to listen to me for two to three hours? Like if she would ask me to tell my, my, how my day went, uh, she would really ask for the details, like down to the last detail, to the point that when, when my friends come over, she would recognize them from the stories. So for example, oh, you're, you're Chi, oh, you're Marie, you're this and that, just because of my stories. And you know, looking back, um, now I'm, I'm an author mm -hmm. and uh, but my background was that I was not a writer. I was more of a math person. But when I started writing um, and, I, and I began to love writing, the words just flowed and I was able to tell, uh, to write my books through stories. And then I was wondering, where did I get that training? Why is it that writing through stories came so naturally to me? I did not train in writing. And then now I remember all those days and years that my mama listened to my stories and encouraged me to tell stories where my training ground to become the author, the speaker, and the, the online summit creator, online course creator that I am right now. And also, the, I, I also got the passion to learn and teach from her because she was such a learner. She loved to learn and um, she also loved to teach. So that was her passion. So I got it from her. The only difference is that was that uh, she she loved to learn in the formal classroom, four walls of the classroom. Mm -hmm. 
I love to learn from interviews, from mentors, from seminars, etc., but not in a formal setting. So that's our only that's, difference. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. Wow. So you you are a big talker, and she is with, even with all that going on, she so focused. Gave that's yeah. That's I mean that's who you are too. You focus on people and you listen, and uh, you that's that's really beautiful. That's really yeah. really beautiful. I also got my listening skills from my mama because when she listens, when she would listen to you, you would feel as if you were the most important person in the world right now. So when she's talking to you, she's really glued and you would see the glow in her eyes when, when you're talking. Yeah, That's beautiful. Yeah, I, my, my mom was the same way and I, I felt uh, she cared about so many people and she had so many relate, you know, relationships and friendships, but I know that when she was with me, like I could, I know that she, she was with me. And that's such a big deal when you're with anybody is that you feel that they're in the room with you opposed to, you know, everywhere else in their mind that they actually, you know, it's even more so nowadays, but that's, that's definitely something that that's just, a, that's just a really great trait in someone you love that loves you. You know, they, they take, make the effort to be present, <laughs> even if, if there's so much going on. So that's a, that's true. That's a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful thing. So uh, can you tell us how you became a global keynote speaker in gratitude? I'm definitely interested in that. <laughs> in gratitude. Okay. So, um, okay. So I'll, I'll give a brief story, brief version of my story. I, I was an employee for nine years. And in my first year as an employee, I got buried in credit card debts. And then that's when I really started to read, read because I wanted to learn. Because before I would mm -hmm. read because I wanted to get good grades. So I started to read books because I really wanted to learn. I was hungry to learn. And then I started to uh, seek mentors, attend seminars, etc. After one year, I was able to zero out my debts. And then I was able to save and invest, etc. And then that's when I, I realized a lot of young professionals were in the same boat I was in. So I wanted to share the message on financial literacy to as many people as possible, but no one wanted to listen to me. And so the idea of writing a book came to mind. And at first it was so uncomfortable for me because I was not a writer, but I felt like I needed to share the message. And the best way for me to share the message is to write a book because I get to let the information out and I get to respect the preference of the person, whether she would like to listen to me or not. Okay, so I wrote the book and in the process of writing my first book, I fell in love with writing and that's when I got invited to speak. Okay, so after I published my book, I got invited to speak in events, companies, etc. And because I was still employed at that time and um, I wasn't really, so, so speaking, I, was, I, I didn't really want to do it for the money. I, I wanted to test myself if, number one, Speaking is a passion for me, and if it's something that I would do with or without compensation. And number two, I wanted to test if what my mentor said was true when he said that serve first, money will follow. And so for three years, I was giving talks to companies and organizations and big events, and they were ready to pay me. But I would tell them, no, I want to do it for free. I want to do it pro bono. So I did that for three years. When I quit my job in the bank, I... I pursued writing and speaking full-time, and that, that's when I started the charge. So before, my topic was mainly about money management. Mm -hmm. And then later on, it ventured into happiness in the workplace. And then later on, uh, it ventured into goal setting, pro productivity, etc. 
And my 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 uh, principle is that whatever I share, it has to be something that I'm already living, and mm-hmm. I'm I've been living for the past few years because I don't I don't I don't just want to be the messenger, I want to be the message as well. Like whatever I share with you, it's something that is already ingrained in my system. It's not just something that I picked somewhere I I read and then I I put into a talk. So because that's how I I really valued my my integrity as a speaker. And then gratitude. So whenever I talk about money management or um, any topic like goal setting, productivity, or mission happiness in the workplace, I would always mention gratitude in passing. So just, mm-hmm. you know, just a brief about gratitude. And then one day, uh, a company in the Philippines invited me to speak on gratitude for two hours. <laughs> and I wondered, <laughs> wow. oh my God, really? Two hours just on gratitude? And Usually during my talks, I would talk about gratitude for just five to 10 minutes. And now you're asking me to talk about gratitude for two hours. And so I did, I, I did a deep, deep dive research on gratitude. But uh, during that time that she invited me to speak on gratitude, I was already doing my gra- gratitude journaling. I started mm-hmm. the gratitude journal way back 2011. And I've been journaling every single day. Every single day. Um, and I've been doing a lot of gratitude practices as well. Even in my own team, in my, in my little company, whenever we have team meetings, we do gratitude. So that's one of the things we talk about. So when he asked, when the company asked to, me to speak on gratitude, it came easy for me. Um, came easy for me because I've been doing it already. So I spoke about gratitude, but still I had the doubt in my mind, like what companies are willing to pay to just, you know, for me to just talk about gratitude? Um, so there. So I was a speaker in the Philippines um, from 2011 up until 2018. So mm-hmm. mainly in the Philippines. I did speak outside the Philippines, but Philippine audience. And in 2018, I attended a global convention for speakers in Singapore. And that's when the dream of becoming a global speaker was born. So I said, wow, mm-hmm. I met all these global speakers and I want to be a global speaker like them as well. And what I learned from them is that if you want to be a global speaker, you need to focus on one, one topic. Because in the Philippines, I have like three, four topics. And these are something that uh, for me are my core competencies. And in the Philippines as well, uh, as a speaker, if they want you as a speaker, they will get you for other topics. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's, it's <laughs> the person that they hire, not because mm-hmm. of your topic, right? But uh, in the global scene, um, what I noticed, I may be right, I may be wrong. What I noticed is that you get known based on your expertise. If you speak a lot, if you speak about a lot of topics, then you're not considered an expert. You're a generalist. So I noticed that, oh, wow, these global speakers focus on one topic and two at the most. Mm-hmm. Three very rarely. So the, the top speakers focus on just one topic. And so I began my, my search, okay, what one topic do I want to speak about for B2B clients? And then um, I remember, so 2018, the dream was born, right? I want to be a global speaker. 2019, I got invited to speak to non-Filipino audience in India, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, wow. the Maldives, US. So, wow, it, it came, it came <laughs> through. Um, and then, so now the, the, the focus is I need to focus on one topic. So I really wrote down all the topics that I, that I know that I speak about and that I live as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wherein I am the messenger in the message. 
And I wanted to focus on one. I picked gratitude. For some reason, I had doubts. Like, wow, gratitude, really? Would companies pay or would companies hire me to speak on gratitude? Yeah, it worked in the Philippines, but will it work in the global scene? Right. And then uh, March 2019, I attended the cruise of Jack Hanfield, the best-selling oh. author of the uh, book Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. A billion books or almost or hundreds of millions of books. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or so the biggest an, there is. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Super amazing. So it was an eight-day cruise. So, so I, I went to the U.S., so Miami. We ducked in Miami. And so we had we went to the Bahamas, uh, Honduras, Cozumel, Mexico, Costa Maya, mm-hmm. and you know, so I wanted an affirmation. Did I choose the right topic on gratitude? Because my heart told me, yes, Shad, this is what we want to speak on gratitude. Mm-hmm. But the other question would be, is it fundable? Right? Is it something that companies would actually consider? Like you talk to CEOs and then you, you tell them. I talk about gratitude. Will will they hire you to speak to their company? So uh, Jack Canfield, you know what happened? Every time he would begin a session, a learning session on cruise, he would always start with gratitude. (laughs) And he would always emphasize the importance of gratitude. And I felt like, wow, okay, that was the answer I was looking for. Uh, Jack Canfield, this guru, well-known guru, just affirmed how important gratitude is. So there, uh, I, I I decided to focus on gratitude. The secondary speak that I speak, uh, the secondary topic that I speak on is creativity because I believe that I am highly creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to create stuff, and I also believe that gratitude breeds creativity and creativity breeds gratitude so it's like a cycle so there so that's how i started to become a speaker on gratitude and then uh so i had this summit like the world gratitude summit prior to that i had the hr summit global and the -hmm. reason why i had the hr summit global was because i was so grateful to the hr people who hire me to speak to their companies because in the philippines the, the decision makers are HR people. So they're the ones who talk to me and sh- who give business to me, literally. And so I was so grateful to them because during our, um, during our consultations and meetings, they would, they would tell me, Sha, you know, if, if our employees have problems, they come to us. If they have concerns, complaints, they come to us. But how about us? When we have problems, when we have complaints, who do we run to? No one. Our backs are against the wall. And I felt like, oh, wow. Okay, I want to help uh, HR people because they, they give me business. So as gratitude, as token of gratitude, I want to do something for you. Uh, gratitude breeds generosity as well, right? So I want to do something for you. So I just parked it somewhere in my mind. And then I, and then I, I would see the online summit um, produced by James Taylor. And then I met him in Singapore in that same convention. So I told James, James, you know what? I've been meaning to meet you because I wanted, I want to do online summits and I want to ask your permission. Can I do online summit as well? Because I thought James was the father of online summits. <laughs> and then James said, of course you can. You don't even have to ask for my permission because it's not even my original idea. There are a lot of people doing summits already. So, um, so in that uh, convention, James talked about how to put up an online summit. 
And whenever I attend uh, an online convention or an event, a learning event, I don't need to I don't need to take note of all the learnings. Mm-hmm. But what's imp- important for me is that what is that one thing that I will do from attending this summit? It's not about reviewing all the notes and you know putting all the ideas in my head, but what is that one thing that I can execute from attending this summit that I can do? What is that one thing that I can do? And so the idea of putting up an online summit came to mind. And the first summit that I did was the HR Summit Global because I just really wanted to give back to HR people. And then, uh, and then we did another summit for overseas Filipinos because they are close to my heart as well. And then I decided why not do a summit on gratitude? This gives me an, an opportunity to, to meet and interview all these people who are passionate about gratitude, learn from them, uh, record the interview and share them with people for free because usually our online summits are free. Uh, of course, there's a VIP portion, but uh, generally mm-hmm. it's free. So there, that's my long story. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's, thank you. That was, uh, there's so You're much welcome. there. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to listen to you instead of thinking about follow-up questions. So, um, <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Can you, you know, on your website, which your website's really beautiful, you have a quote from Brian Tracy. It says, uh, this this book shows you how to unlock the full potential for successful living. Can you explain to me how that came about? Because I'm I'm a huge Brian Tracy fan. So if if I were to write anything or say something and he were to, you know, make a quote, it would just blow my mind. So how did you, uh, how did that come about? And which book was that? I'm sorry. So Brian Tracy was one of my early mentors. Uh, I would listen to his audio, audio talks, um, whatever he posts on YouTube. I would consume, and I love Brian Tracy. And I would read, I would buy his books, read his books. So what happened was um, he had an online course on book on book writing. So at that time, I already started write. I already wrote my first book, and I already wrote. I think. Um, four more other ebooks at that time mm-hmm. but i still because, but i had no formal learning on uh, book writing i just you know i just devised my own formula for book writing which i teach at the 90 day book writing challenge so i just want to have some you know some some other insights i enrolled in his course on book writing and um, from from that course i was able to write that particular ebook which is how to make your dreams come true and i i asked brian to write a blurb for my ebook and he was kind enough to reply i mean of course i sent it to the support team to his support right. team mm-hmm. uh the support team uh replied to me within one week i guess uh with a note from personal note from brian so there, he read the book here's the verb and wow, wow. <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> yeah so that's how it came about that's beautiful that's really beautiful wow uh, so Tell us about your uh, your mission happiness journal. I know you mentioned mentioned it before. Can you give us uh, how how to make your dreams come true? Can you show it to us and then and then uh, can you can you tell us a little bit more about the, the process? Mission happiness journal. Yeah. Sure. Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I had my question split. So I wanted your I wanted to talk about that. That's what Brian Tracy talked about. But I wanted to talk about your gratitude journal. I'm sorry. Yeah. One that you have in front of you. I'm sorry. Right. So I've been I've been journaling since 2011, 
And mm -hmm. usually, I would just journal using a blank notebook, uh, pretty much like this. Mm -hmm. The reason why I, I use blank, no, no lines, because I can't follow lines. When okay. I, I cannot follow, my handwriting would go wherever. So no lines. And also, I kind of feel restricted with the lines. So I would journal using notebook. And I wanted to have a pattern for journaling. Because um, so I would ask myself certain questions and then I would, um, I would write those questions. And because, because my handwriting is, is kind of unique, uh, it's not the best handwriting in the world. And also, I'm slow in writing, um, writing by hand. Mm -hmm. I decided to create a formula for journaling because I saw the benefit of journaling. But a lot of people are not journaling because number one, they say they don't have the time. Uh, number two, they, they feel they are lazy. Number three, they're, they're either, either overwhelmed or what, what not. And so I developed a formula because I like formulas. I developed a formula for writing a book wherein the only skill you need is the skill to write a sentence. And then if you know how to write a sentence, use my formula. You can write a book in 90 days or less. So I also developed a formula for journaling wherein you can journal um, for just five minutes a day. So it's the Mission Happiness Journal, which I created. And there are five Gs that you journal. So number one is God, because uh, I'm a Christian. Uh, mm -hmm. One is God. Number two is goals, because it's important to write and rewrite and read your goals every single day, right? So write three, your three goals using a three-piece, like what Brian Tracy would share. The, uh, the present, personal and positive it's like the affirmation and the next is gift which is the question is what random act of kindness can i do for someone today and the next one is gratitude so there are five things you can journal uh, every single day so what am i grateful for today and the last one is growth so every single day there are different questions all meant to help you grow all meant to help you reflect do some self-reflection and help you grow as a person. So, and this would just take five minutes daily, three minutes in the morning, two minutes mm -hmm. at night before you sleep. There. That's beautiful. I love the I love the colors of the, the cover. It looks that's really wonderful. Wow. So when you when you go speak on gratitude, do you do you bring some of those with you, or do you just recommend some people if they want to? How do you, do you do you take some boxes with you and? and uh, yeah. allow people to buy them there. That's, that's wonderful. So prior to COVID, uh, I would bring copies of this and then people can journal. And also this is just for 90 days. Right, right, Why right. 90 right. days so that you don't get overwhelmed. Right, right. And if they want, yeah. No, I understand. I do. I have a 90-day a one also that's, uh, it's a little more generic looking, but. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's similar. It's, yeah, I've read yeah, it, about it, it as well. It's, it's similar. Um, but this, yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, I think uh, having a book that 90 days is a great idea to, to see if you can get somebody to commit to it and, and then spending that time and then you have that. And uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's, uh, that's a beautiful tool that you're, you're putting out in the world and that you use every day. So it, again, it comes from yeah. you and you created it and it's a beautiful thing. And that's really amazing. Um, I really love that a lot. Uh, I mean, just to think that you've created this and then you're assisting people as a tool to just people to sit down and actually um, think about these things is it's a powerful thing. It's really beautiful. Right. You know what I, I'm excited about? It's uh, for example, if you want something and you cannot find it in the market, you can, you can create it. 
That's right. So You're right. This particular journal, this particular pattern, I haven't found it elsewhere, so I decided to just create it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah, you're a creative person. Yeah, you know, you know how to do it, and uh, and now it's it's you you bore it out into the world, and it's a living thing, and um, it's assisting people in their in their journey, and it's a it's really beautiful. Um, I mean, I I I love uh, reading about gratitude, but which I think is a really great thing. But then obviously the practice sitting down with yourself is is just as important. About is re, you know that you need you need both of them. You know, uh, so it's. You, it's a two halves of a whole, uh, the practice of and also the, the study and the getting your thoughts around um, being in that space. So that's a, it's a beautiful thing. I know, I feel like I'm, I'm just riffing, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, love, I love how you process things because it, it also instills um, the things that uh, we're, we're sharing in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I know that we only you have about 15 more minutes here, so I need to choose my questions carefully here. Um, so, what uh, what what do you think are some of the roadblocks that stop people from being grateful? Like, what what do you think that the hangups um, most people you know that you come across people with what their issues might be? Okay, I think number one would be like, whoa, it's so simple, and because it's so simple, it it can get overlooked. Right. Sometimes uh, we receive something and we say thank you automatically, but we don't really feel it. We don't. <clears throat> we don't really internalize the the gratitude behind it, the feelings of gratitude behind it. We just say thank you automatically. So, uh, so it gets overlooked. Another thing is that maybe um, they haven't yet um, understood how powerful gratitude is. It's so simple, yet it's so powerful. I think those are the, the two things that I can think of right now. It gets overlooked because it's so simple. It gets overlooked. Mm -hmm. And um, we don't know. How, we don't realize. We didn't realize how important gratitude is. That's why it's really good that you have this um, gratitude space wherein we, talked about, we talk about gratitude. And we could really see how powerful gratitude is. So there are a lot of studies done on gratitude. One is by Dr. Robert Emmons. He's the world's leading scientific expert when it comes to gratitude. And he could really, in his studies, he was able to see how gratitude can, can affect our physiological health, emotional health, and even our yeah, physical health. That's wonderful. Thank you. I, I, those are, that's, yeah, I think people, I, I completely agree that people uh, overlook it because it's just a simple thing. But, uh, and then unfortunately, they overlook it. They don't try it. And they don't understand that what it's really doing. And again, there are studies, like you said, that, that prove this. And uh, and I, you know, you're 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 speaking to gratitude allows people to click that switch. And us talking about it here is the same thing. In your book, these are all uh, these are all these are all devices that allow people to get in that space and to realize that this is something amazing and that it's very simple. And um, the more that the more that we talk about, the more that we put out in the world, the more people will see it um, and we'll. Because, you know, it'll become more real to the people that are just ignoring, you know, it's, it's almost like people, if you're driving, if people go to work every day, they drive to work, they have the same exact path, they, you know, they take the same turn, it's all the same. And because, unfortunately, most of life can be like that. Um, and when most of life like that, you don't see anything around you. You, you don't, you know, if it's because you're just doing the same, you're going down the same, you don't, you just don't pay any attention, you know, you just, you just cruise, but 
the more that we can um, put gratitude out in the world in our own little ways, our big ways, our small ways, the more these, these signs are going to go up and more people are going to hear it. And then you're getting through that. You're, you're breaking through that, that, that hallway that just, that, 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 that everyday, you know, that, that usual activity, this is something new that's coming in. More people are talking about it. It's, oh, maybe I should think about it. I'm hearing this more. Why am I hearing this more? Um, so the more that we can do that, I think that the, the, the better the world will be um, all the way around. And, and I, I completely agree that people, um, I think people are, grow up and they learn to say thank you, but and they learn the process of saying thank you to go thank you, but they don't learn what's behind that. <laughs> why are we saying thank you? This is why, what does this mean? The definition, you know, what, you know, in turn, the benefit, because the benefit, it's obviously really nice for somebody to do something for you, but you get the full benefit when you thank them for it, when you really thank them for it. That's, that's where the benefit is, is, is you being able to express the appreciation for that. That's where that really comes in. Um, you know, for example, I, I've come up with this term called gratitude squared, where I, I, what happens is it's really great for me to share what I'm grateful for. And it, it's, that's a really wonderful thing. But when I ask somebody else, and I've done this in videos, and I do this all the time, when I ask somebody else what they're grateful for, and they share that with me, that, that's what I could, that is so much more powerful to me than me sharing what I'm grateful for. Um, and that's why I call it square, because what happens is it becomes a reciprocal thing. And I'm, with, with the person, if they understand the pro, this is the process of when I started my website and I got my first letter in from Kate for her parents, this love letter she wrote for her parents. What I realized was, and this is the moment I was crying actually, um, and I didn't understand at the moment why I was crying, was because this beautiful letter, what I realized is this beautiful letter that her parents were going to read only existed in the world because I asked her to write it. That's the only reason it existed. Now she had that you know, and she loves her yeah. parents, but this, this thing, this letter is so beautiful. And it's the exact same thing that happens when you ask somebody straight up, you just go, so who is somebody you're grateful for? Uh, you know, and you just shared about your mom and that is beautiful. And that fills me up. And it's the same thing. Um, you're asking somebody to, sh you're basically asking somebody, share some love, bring this, bring this out and to share it. And, um, and when you do that in a format like letter writing or video or audio, it becomes something that can just go out into the world and it has its own, has its own wings, you know? Um, and it's truly beautiful and it fills me up to full extent. It's just a beautiful thing to, to ask somebody to share their heart like that. Um, yeah. And I think people do this, but I don't know if they realize what was really happening there. Like I said, I realized that as I said, I was crying, realizing what is this emotion but the, the motion is that you are the initiator of this process. You're the, you just asked. You didn't create it. You just asked. I just created the space for that to happen. Like we talked about before, just creating a place where somebody can go, I'm, you know, to share what they're grateful for, which is a massive thing. Um, and it just, it brings connections and brings, makes the world a beautiful, much more beautiful place. Um, that's what this podcast is doing too. And again, like we were talking before, we get to talk you get to share this and it just makes me feel really great. And, I'm, and I love the fact that we can, then I can process that and just send it out into the world. So more people can, can feel it because it's real. I mean, when you shared about your mom, it was really beautiful. That was really beautiful. It really was. And I, and I loved, I loved hearing it. And I could see, I could see your, 
your face was glowing and those emotions and you were, you were, you were being right there. And, um, this is beautiful. Um, it's just, it's just such a, it's a ray of light. Um, it just goes out into the world and it's, uh, so thank you for that. I know again, I'm rambling. Um, <laughs> so, You're welcome. I know the so, story also about your mom that you wrote her a letter. So I, I, I know that that's why I, I can feel also how important it is to you for people to, to write letters to their to their parents or to the people that they love yeah it, it's it brings me a lot of joy um it really does to be able to uh when i was to initiate that process because i know i know how i know what it can do and what it means and um and it's just you know i i did something the other day i'd never done um i actually hand wrote a letter to somebody i scanned it and I sent the PDF in an email wow. because I was so, and I never even thought to do that. I just like, you know, obviously I'm, I'm reading a really great book with a gentleman. I'm going to be interviewing about gratitude and it's a really great book, which I'd love to share with you. I could do that all, but, uh, um, you, you know, he was thinking so it's great to write, you know, talking about writing and I, and I know writing great, you know, and I was thinking I haven't done that in a while. And I was thinking I could just do this and have the process of handwriting doing this. And then I can just, I can scan it and I can just, send it and and it felt great because I got to I got to physically write a letter and I got to send it immediately and it's it's in a PDF form sitting in the person's email and it's a very similar process to when I wrote the letter for my mom because the same idea was on Facebook I just left it there you know but that was typed up but being able to handwrite it and personalize you know make it personal um it just, it just, it was a really great experience, which is something I'd never done before. And I never even thought to do until that moment. Right. So, so, Amazing. <laughs> so um, I don't know, maybe that's something in the future I could assist. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, that's, it's such an, I, what I learned in my first website, which I love, I love people writing was it's such, unfortunately, it's such a big ask. It's a big ask for a lot of people to write letters. That's what I realized. Um, not that they wouldn't do it, but, it's a big ass, just like we were talking before when I, um, I know I got five minutes here. Okay. Uh, when, when, you know, I have people do interviews, they love to do interviews. They love to do the writing, but it's still a big ask to have somebody sit down with, you know, and, and answer long form questions. It's a big ask where it's a much easier ask to go, would you like to just set up a call and chat, you know, right. cause then they don't have to, they don't have to overthink it. <laughs> right. Right. And, and letters are overthinking. <laughs> yeah. And also there's a, there's a connection with with the interviewer interviewee and also the audience listening to it. And also uh, these days I get a lot of uh, emails from people who want to include me in their books. So they would they would interview me via email and they, they would send lengthy questions. Like the, the, the longest I received was 16 pages of questions. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God. So, whoa, if I have to type it out, um, really take a lot of time. So what I did was I, I grabbed my phone. I just recorded my answers, and then I just sent the audio version of my answer. That's beautiful. And, you know, now that I'm doing podcasting, if somebody wants to do that, too, like, uh, that's, that, that's great because then you have that audio. But, um, yeah, pe people just – it was too much of an ask because people over – with at least with letters, because people overthink it, where I'm just going, you could just simply say, dear dad, um, I was thinking about you. I love you. Um, I'm grateful for you. Period. That's it. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's about the action. It's not about, 
It's not about yeah. how long the co it's not about it being 16 pages or it's or, you know it's not about it being five paragraphs or anything. It's just about it's just about because it's just about the action. It's about the action of doing it. Um, and that's when I you know when I started doing videos like I was talking before. It was like wow, I that wasn't hard. I just ask them and then I have it and it's done. Like there's no like you know there's no waiting for it. There's no overthinking because you're in front of somebody. <laughs> there's no overthinking it. Um, okay, I know I know you gotta you gotta go soon. So. Um, so in closing, what are some of the suggestions that you can give our readers that can help them to incorporate gratitude into their daily lives? Okay, so I can give, um, okay, I can give three. Number one is the moment you wake up. So one of my suggestions is to say thank you. Intentionally smile and say thank you. And as you fix your bed, thank everything that you can thank. The aircon, the bed. Uh, the carpet, the room, the curtains, and when you go to the to the restroom, you thank God because there's water, there's electricity, there's Wi-Fi. There are so many things you can thank. Uh, next is uh, gratitude journal. Okay, so you, so you can write down the things you're grateful for. What's good about gratitude journaling is that you activate your entire senses when you actually write down the things you're grateful for. And the next thing is. This is one of my favorites. I call it the gratitude walk. Uh, so I do one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. So gratitude walk is, for example, I allot 20 minutes. 20 minutes where I, I just walk in my balcony because it's locked down right now. I just walk mm. in my balcony. And the, the theme during my walk is gratitude. So I can either go wide or go deep. Going wide means... I just thank random things. Thank God for the wind, for the sun, for the trees, for my health, for my family, etc., etc. Or I can go deep. For example, I can focus on the sun. I thank God for the sun because the sun gives color to the to the day. Um, it it makes the plants live, and it makes me see how beautiful the river is. Where the river beside me, beside my place where I live, is. So things like that. So you can go deep. I'm just thanking God about the sun, right? But there are so many things I can thank God for regarding the sun. Um, there, so gratitude walk. Uh, you, if, if it's your first time, you can do for five minutes. And then for the next five minutes, just talk about what you're grateful for. And really feel, breathe what you're grateful for. Then you can, you can gradually extend to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, or how, however... Um, more minutes you would like to extend yeah that's beautiful. i love that thank you yes that's wonderful i i completely yeah that's thanking every there's so much um there's so much that's just in our daily lives that we're grateful for and be thankful for and you i i completely i completely get it when you say the water and the bed and electricity and the why all these things that we get to use every day that um that are we are really fortunate to have because not everybody has it's not this isn't a given not all the world has these things, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so, yeah, it's so easily overlooked, uh, what we're just born into that we just get that right. we feel entitled. Unfortunately, most people feel we were born feeling entitled to when in reality, it's not an entitlement, it's a gift. Um, you know, you're, you're not, you're not, oh, you're not owed anything. So, um, all these things are gifts. So it's, that's, uh, so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. I want to, I wanted to thank you so You're much welcome. for uh, giving your time today and for sharing your knowledge and inspiring more gratitude in the world and the work you're doing. And, and, um, 
and the fact that you chose uh, gratitude to be your your global speaking career is just it's beautiful and it's inspirational to me. Um, and uh, I'm I'm excited about your summit. I we didn't get to talk as much about that as I wanted to, but if you could uh, in the end here, if you could just share uh, if you have a date for that or when that's coming about, where people can find and uh, you know where the best place people can find you. And I'll obviously have this in the show notes when I do release the episode too. Yeah, so you can um, you can uh, go to my if you're on Instagram, my handle is sha underscore nasino. My website is shatnasino.com. Or if you want, if you would like to receive updates from me via email and also receive one of my ebooks for free, uh, you can go to you can go to theauthorsvoice.net slash book. Again, that's theauthorsvoice.net slash book. You can download my free ebook called Why You Need to Write a Book. And then uh, when you download, you become part of my email list and then I can give you updates regarding our upcoming events. Thank you so much. And I know you have the, also the Author's Voice podcast, which I, oh, yes. to the, I wanted to say I did listen to the first episode when I was jogging last week and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, you, you're telling your story in the intro to that was really, uh, the whole thing sounded great. You did a great job. It was, it was really you. wonderful. And the fact Thank that you're inspiring you. people to write is uh, um, like another really beautiful thing. So I want to again, thank you for today. And um, I really appreciate everything you're doing and that you took the time to do this. I know it's, it's, it's getting later there and uh, I know your time's valuable. So I really do appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for this share. You're most welcome. It's my pleasure to share here. And thank you as well, Chris, for what you're doing. Thank you, Sha. All right, well, have a wonderful night and I look forward to talking to you in the future. This is an open call to anyone that has a gratitude story or practice that they'd like to share. Just email me at the address hello at gratitudespace.com. That link will be in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us. You can look at this as a way of showing me a little gratitude. Just a friendly suggestion. Thank you for tuning in to Gratitude Space Radio and we're out.